take two. Take two. Actually, take four. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah, because those were just like two second recordings that we were like, we uh-huh. didn't start at the same time. <laughs> we didn't even start at the same time. Welcome back to A Place Within, where we get to the heart of our thoughts, feelings, and desires, where we trust we will find the gospel and our need for it. I'm Christina Stubbs. I'm Ashlyn Toe. <laughs> Stub Toe. Get it? Uh, ouch. Stub Toe. Yeah, that does hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So this is our round two or three or four something. It's today. something. Um, we recorded like 20 minutes and then we stopped and we were like, what? Oh, are we saying? <laughs> so, we're back. So, we're doing it again. <laughs> For you, because we want it to be good. We don't like, we don't like bad, bad. We don't like that. <laughs> I just want everyone to know, I want to give a warning to Christina and everyone else that I did spend a significant portion of my morning doing Amanda Singh's voice. And so, if I start talking like things... <laughs> It's me, girls. I was talking. You never read this thing this morning. That reminds me of my best friend, one of my best friends. <laughs> Another you, best friend, Eliana. We, <laughs> we have tons of best friends. <laughs> oh, my best friends. Best friends. Uh, yeah, she loved Miranda Sings back in the day. Um, speaking of silly voices, my so I'm now in improv three at Second City. And <laughs> Ashley's making a really cute face in response to that. Um, and so it's a new teacher and this guy's pretty intense and I like it because I'm learning something. Um, but after like on the second day, after like my second scene on the second day, he was like, OK, Christina, next time you're up, you can't use a lisp. And I was like, I, I, and he was like, OK, who's up next? And I was like, I'm OK. And <laughs> I had to tell him after class, like, hey, I have a speech impediment. And he was like, what? <laughs> I thought you were doing a voice. <laughs> You're like, like, it's just my voice. <laughs> However, if you think that my regular persona is like a fun comedic character, then hey, that's a compliment. Coming, coming on two seasons from now, SNL. <laughs> Christina <laughs> O'Brien. Not funny. <laughs> Ashlyn, what that's not funny. Say? Why? <laughs> just kidding. Thank Did you. I just like kind of touch on a dream for a second? <laughs> Ooh, this no. is more vulnerable than no. expected. It's okay. It's, it's okay. It's fine. No. Oh, man. So I'm also, okay, second disclaimer from me within the span of a couple of minutes is that I'm loopy right now because I spent the last eight days in, yeah, Eastern Kentucky slash West Virginia with 11 incredible college students, two incredible missionaries, and two different priests, but never either of them at the same time. So, shout out to those kids. Um, and as I'm very happy and very fulfilled and so thankful for the opportunity to have done that. Mm-hmm. I also am, like, delirious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so It was a big week for you. It was. You had a good weekend, too. Yeah, I mean, I have no excuse to be delirious because I just came back from a weekend getaway to Palm Springs with my roommates. Christina O'Brien. She's famous. What? The life of a rich and famous. Christina O'Brien. Oh, gosh. Am I not supposed to say your full name on this? Is that, like, sketchy for... Well, now they know that Miss (laughs) is Miss O'Brien. Miss! Miss, miss, miss. Yeah, so fun thing about LA is that um, there are a bunch of schools here. I don't know if where what other cities this happens in, but there are a bunch of schools here where the kids call me, like they call their teachers, miss, 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 miss. And like every once in a while, I'm maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe I just mishear this, but every once I mishear it. Every once in a while, I feel like they're just shouting it as an exclamation like at their tables they're talking to each other just for fun and they go miss and i'm like what and they're like oh nothing oh when i was working on um construction projects this week 
I started doing this thing, I think partially I was in the South, and I also, the one, like, non-Northerner in our group mm-hmm. was in my work team. So I was talking to a kid from Alabama around a bunch of people from Appalachian, Kentucky. So nice. I started talking with a Southern accent real quick. Oh, and <laughs> it was really fun. And, um, yeah, whenever I would, like, exclaim anything, it was, oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> and now that I've been alone since I, like, dropped people back off and the mission trip officially ended, I've been saying to myself, oh, mama. Oh, mama. <laughs> so maybe they're doing that, too. I like miss. that. Oh, miss. Oh, miss. Like, they missed it. Like, they missed the problem. Right. No, I th- and that'll happen sometimes, like, when they're playing, like, at, uh, what's it called? Recess. And they're like, ah, missed. And then I think that confused me a little bit. Anyways. Oh, mama. <laughs> exactly. You said it. Oh, mama. You said it. <laughs> Get it? I said it. Oh, my <laughs> Two God. Two times. Um, funny. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. You're funny. <laughs> and on SNL, Christina. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of that loop. Okay. <laughs> okay. All this right. is the so podcast where Ashlyn just things. calls one person funny over and over again. <laughs> she is. But funny. even though that person isn't even saying anything <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but you have such a good character. All right. You were about to say something, and then I. I really wasn't. Um, but yeah, we're glad to be back. Yes, we are. Back on the mics. Yeah, the past two episodes are pre-recorded. We did not talk last Sunday, which is when we usually talk. And uh, mm, it was scary. It was scary. I had my first <laughs> Thursday since this has come out that I, yeah, was like not connected to media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so posting on Instagram, Christina had to do all the work. I had to hit the share button on the thing that she sent me the week prior. Shout out, Christina! I I went like this. I went save picture, and then I had to go onto Instagram and press the little button, and it was really a lot. It was scary. I was scared. You act like that's the only thing I do on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what? Apparently, all I do is hit the share button. No, that's all I did. Because you uh, actually wrote the post. Remember? I get it. Yep. Yeah, Ashlyn wrote the whole post. She sent me an email. It was like even the hashtags and the number of dots between the <laughs> caption and the hashtags. Everything. She told me what filter to put on. And I went, okay. And then I did it. And I went, is that right? Shout out to Ludwig. <laughs> yep. Shout out Ludwig. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Ludwig did nothing to that picture, Ashlyn. It made the dove, like, a little bit whiter. Yeah, but the thing is that then when it, like, it's just, like, more cohesive on the feed. If you wanted to understand more about our Instagram, you can go to at APW Podcast and realize that all of the pictures are filtered with Ludwig. Now you know. Are you serious? That's some proprietary information that I just shared with all of you because I'm generous like that. Van Beethoven. I I love him. How'd you know? Well, because Can you, you see love my filter. Beethoven little plaque that I bought at a <laughs> um at a cute antique store slash coffee shop in in Ohio Pile State Park, Pennsylvania. Shout out Ohio Pile. It's a place. It's so pretty. It's like one of my favorite places in the world. Wow, Ohio Pile. Yeah, it's a state park right. in Southern PA, and it's. Beautiful. It's where the Frank Lloyd Wright house, Falling Water, is located. What? In Ohio yes. pile? A pile of Ohio's in Pennsylvania? <laughs> it's P-Y-L-E, so it's like hot, uh, fancy Ohio. I don't know that word. I don't know that word. Ohio pile. It's the name of um, the state park. I was going to say the river, <laughs> but it's not the name of the river. All so right, very then well, I very well. Backpedal. I get it. Okay, so <laughs> Palm Springs, tell me more. What'd you what? do on your way to Palm Springs? Oh, well, we were in the car, and we had a System of a Down and Linkin Park sing-along. And for Linkin Park, Park, um, I knew many of the songs, but not all of them, because it was like a full album that my one friend knew the whole whole thing of. And the game I played with myself was that between the beginning 
of the song and the last chorus, I would have the entire chorus memorized just by predicting the rhyme and the thematic content. And I was pretty successful. She's a genius, everyone. Did you hear that? She said thematic content. (laughs) She's so smart. This is your bit now? This is your bit now? (laughs) She's so funny. She's so smart. I'm just trying to. You're trying to marry me off or something? Yes. If you would like to pursue Christina, good luck at apwpodcast.imprudent. <laughs> hey, that's a way to get started. You know, you could say like, "Hey, do you want to go on a pizza night level date?" If you didn't understand that joke, go ahead and backtrack to episode fourteen. I thought you were talking about the person who would send that email saying, if you didn't understand that joke, <laughs> then you don't know your own podcast. No, 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 no. Hilarious. I was just really uh, trying to shamefully self-promote. Honestly, Ashlyn, thank you for caring for me and making me feel good about myself. You are a good friend. Thank you. you this has been a place with it. <laughs> very smart and funny. Wow, okay, this this is the podcast where we (laughs) try to marry each other off. Because here's the thing. If you're trying to fill a specific space in a genre of media, like single women, the way to stop doing what you're doing or stop filling that space is... (laughs) To marry each other off on the podcast. To pursue your vocation. (laughs) I was kind of thinking about that this week. I was like... Having some good thoughts about vocation. If you want to know more about that, it's none of your business. Sorry, that was a little closed off. I'm not you, Christina. Like you, listener. I'm, get, I'm like getting dreamy here. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. Like there are some podcasters or like, yeah, like Emily Wilson on YouTube. Um, Evangelista has a blog. I can't remember that lady's real name. But um, people who began their journey in like catholic media as single women Mm -hmm. and then like have since gotten married and no longer like Mm -hmm. are holding that space and single men too i've seen that with on the men's side as well okay that's so interesting i just didn't even know Mm -hmm. um and yeah so if ever one of us gets married or yeah pursues another vocation we're not exactly in the same place within, but we'll maybe keep making a place within. Anyway, we'll, pondering we'll still thoughts. Have Let's get a place to within. Yeah, we'll still have a place within. In ourselves. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that was but a thing. I, that gets to kind of what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, that like, um, what makes media consumable by groups of individuals or whatever it is yeah so you are more articulate than i am on this topic if you want to start us off okay so yeah it's like just some recent experiences have opened our eyes to um yeah a trend that we noticed or something that like we kind of realized it probably always been sort of around but it's that in content catholic or otherwise that but yeah, I mean, I think more directly in yeah. in a Catholic yeah. community um, that media that's created by men mm-hmm. is, unless explicitly stated f- that it is for men, mm-hmm. um, perceived to be for everybody. But media that is made by women is assumed mm-hmm. from first glance to mm-hmm. be only for women. Yeah. And that kind of surprised us. But it also, like, surprised me that it didn't surprise me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I was kind of expecting it, but I also was, like, really just kind of hoping not to... I think you put it well. I was kind of expecting it, but I also, like, was still surprised that, like, that reality of of what I expected was the truth. Yeah. So, yeah, just, like, we say at the beginning of every podcast, like, what we're hoping to do here. But just to, like, flesh that out a little bit more, the purpose of this podcast is to promote a culture of gospel worldview. Biggest picture. 
Um, it is to further the gospel by helping anybody who listens begin to connect the dots between the gospel and their lived experience of humanity. And the way that we desire to do that is not by necessarily teaching, it's by modeling, right? So we're just two girls, you know, but we're two girls who desire to be disciplined followers of Christ. That um, we've come to a, a place where we recognize that Jesus Christ ought to be the center of our life. It's not just like a, a cool option for our lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. actually like the way to best live as a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, and that when we do that, like when we as disciplined followers of Christ, like desire to pursue that path, that requires for us to have a worldview that is illuminated by the gospel. The gospel is the caliber for reality. And and so <laughs> we want to very, like, hopefully, like, casually and entertainingly, like, oh, praise the Lord, uh, hopefully, I don't know, talk about just whatever is on our mind and identify where the gospel is in that because we believe that if the gospel is true, then it is always relevant. Um, if the gospel is true, which we believe that it is, then it will always find its way into what we're grappling with even if the way that it finds its way in is us recognizing like our our poverty our our emptiness of it and so that we believe is relevant to any person who gendered yeah who desires to be a disciplined follower of christ but we also believe that like we as females Mm -hmm. only can offer a female perspective Mm -hmm. but that that perspective can still be enriching and um that isn't even just like a equality thing which like we could talk about but like i don't even think is all that relevant to this situation it's just that like in a gospel worldview in a catholic gospel worldview especially uh, we believe that there is complementarity among the genders and that that complementarity is ordered towards the fullness of humanity and therefore like not therefore it's reflective of the fullness of humanity because it's reflective of the nature of God. Uh, Humans look most like God in the context of complementarity. And so even if our perspective and the way that we talk about things is different than male or female, the way that you talk about it, we're offering it, not that you have to take it for, um, yeah, any potential enrichment. Mm -hmm. Not to like talk to women about specifically women things we want to talk to disciples about discipleship specific things yes yeah i think that was well put um yeah and i don't i i I agree with you that like the equality part of it is not central to this conversation um yeah i mean i do think that there's that disparity that like women have to prove themselves to be for everybody before Mm -hmm. we're for everybody and that is a result of the fall and I do think I I think that I don't Mm -hmm. know and I think like we are called as as Catholics as disciplined followers of Christ as you're saying to like recognize those poverties in ourselves the ways that we have these accidental prejudices and sort of reorient ourselves or notice those things name those things and kind of start to try to rewire ourselves so yeah I, I think for me like going to some examples so we know the podcasts that I've alluded to before, you know, Catching Foxes being my, the one that really got me into the platform. <laughs> I think it's okay to say this on our podcast. My, the very first episode I ever listened to was one where they talked oh, a whole gosh. lot about dating. Is, is this, can I say this? Yeah, yeah. I thought okay. you were going to Yeah, yeah, go for it. Oh, can I say the other part? <laughs> do whatever you're going to do, girl. Okay, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but it, the, so the very first moment they say, testicle, testicle, one, two, three. That's like their little an intro joke. And like, it's a little vulgar. It's a little lewd. Um, I was like, it's a little funny too. And I'm going to keep listening. It wasn't directed at me. I'm going to keep mm. listening. This is about a guy's experience of dating. He was now uh-huh. a married man, but he's going back to his single life to kind of discuss that experience. And I gained so much from that episode. I've listened to it more than once. Mm. Um, and... Yes, there were things that he talked about that were, are going to resonate more with men. Yeah. 
but there were also things that he talked about that just resonated with me as a human person who was going through similar things as what he was talking about at the time. And if I had gone and said, oh, that's not directed at me, mm-hmm. you know, um, then I would have turned it off and not been able to um, receive that gift that really I think God had to give to me in, in that podcast. Um, sure, it has something to do with my taste. Like, I don't, I wasn't bothered by, by that type of content. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's bad if you are. Like, that's totally fine. But I think what's key here is the fact that it really it really wasn't intentionally directed at me as a young woman. It wasn't. Yeah. But I don't think it was exclusive to me. I really yeah. don't. And I, th- I do think that there's that challenge that maybe, I, and I'm not a man, so I can't speak to the reality of their experience. But I do think that maybe there's a challenge to resonate with things that come out of women's voice, out of female voices. Um, mm. Even if they are, something that they experience you know like going back to our episode about should women make the first move to me like I hope that a man who wants to pursue me wants to hear what I have to say about that mm-hmm. or really I hope that a man who wants to pursue anybody wants to hear what women say, have to say about that um not just what other men have to say about that it's so important yeah what do you think well yeah I mean I think it it's really cool because once we kind of get through like the experiential part of this where it's like you know we're trying to do something and we're totally okay with the fact that it's not going to be for everyone it's not going to be for most people and it might not even be for everybody who considers themselves to be a disciple like anyway that aside like once kind of like the emotional confusion Mm -hmm. or like the personal interest is removed i think it's like Mm -hmm. actually really fascinating question similar experience that i had um was Going back to a men's talk from a Seek Focus Seek conference in 2015, I was um, leading an upperclassman women's Bible study, and now it was the year 2017, and they were just asking all kinds of questions about, like, what do guys say about this? What do guys think about this? And we were going to combine with a men's Bible study to have a discussion um, about complementarity, but... I just, that kind of like got me thinking and I went to access video content from a previous Seek conference and I knew that a men's session where the speaker was Jason Everett changed my little brother's life mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, you know, like this is a talk that like shook him awake and I want to know what he said and mm-hmm. it was like interesting to get to watch that talk. I want to also say that like I had no problem that that was like a men's session, that he right. was addressing men, you know? I wasn't feeling excluded. I was really thankful that I got to go to the women's session. I, it was just, it's okay to split up. Right. Um, but something that in the video two years later that Jason said in the talk, he was talking about like when you encounter an attractive woman, instead of like lusting after her, you can turn that attraction into a prayer. By reciting a psalm, you know, how lovely is your dwelling place, Lord, mighty God. And that that is such a good opportunity. And I don't think that, like, what has developed in my heart about, yeah, like, friendship with the opposite and complementary sex um, would have gone in the way that, like, yeah, towards the Lord Mm -hmm. had I not heard that. And it's okay that I heard it in 2017 on my futon Mm -hmm. instead of in 2015 in Nashville tennessee but like what he had to say and what he had to offer was relevant to me even though i wasn't his intended audience and so i think it's a cool thing to like get to the heart of intended audience um and what does that mean and what doesn't it mean and i wonder i mean and i think i'm gonna leap and then we can go back and connect the dots but it might not be that hard to connect the dots is Mm -hmm. that the consequences of only existing or only consuming media of which you are the intended audience Mm -hmm. creates for like a bland homogenous and unthoughtful and therefore easily controlled society wow um which isn't great (laughs) no it's not and even just like this notion of intended audience and it's like it's fine to like 
be interested in media of which you're the intended audience. But I think like an aversion to media of which you're not the intended audience, if it is like moral media, means that you're not able to like think as critically. It means that you're not exposed to thoughts other than your own like it's really easy and we 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 talk about this you hear you hear the criticism culturally all the time of like Mm -hmm. yeah but now when people get their news from facebook almost exclusively um then all you're seeing are posts from Mm like-minded um people and so the angle can become Mm -hmm. more and more extreme without the consumer even really noticing it yeah um yeah and I, I think that that opposes the gospel because it opposes um, free will, which is dramatic. Okay, so this is like a very dramatic, far down the line in the chain of of events. Okay, but yeah. I still do think like that's the direction that we would go if we mm-hmm. think that we're only supposed to consume moral media, of which we're the intended audience. Wow. Okay. I think I just got really wordy. You talk now. <laughs> No, that makes sense. I mean, honestly, you just like blew my mind open. Yeah. And I mean, I think I remember listening to Matt Fragg's um, pornography talk that was for men and same kind of deal. Like, I've always thought that the best women's talks and what I hear about the the best men's talks, they don't overemphasize like the external expectations of the sex that they're being, mm-hmm. um, that they're addressing. They're really going at the reality of the human person mm-hmm. through the reality of who they are. And mm-hmm. there is that sort of um, a little bit of extra freedom, maybe, mm-hmm. to use the examples or use the experiences that are particular to your sex, maybe. Mm. Um, which allows for some level of like resonance with a lot mm-hmm. of your audience mm-hmm. that maybe you would withhold that part if it was a co-ed audience, but probably mm-hmm. not. Um, I mean, maybe, but um, just depending on what the content is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what you're talking about. And that's not to say that it's better for them to be co-ed. I really don't think that. I think there's also a freedom. So for in-person like talks or in-person sessions, conversations, whatever, there's a greater freedom, I think, on the receiver side when there's that like single sex um experience and i I don't Mm. think that's because like i mean maybe for some people it's going to be because you know i have a crush on this guy and i'm distracted like sure Mm -hmm. that (laughs) i've experienced that so (laughs) i'll say that that's possible um but i think it also can be having a shared experience of resonance uh, of like yeah shared experience of like being a female in the fallen world um Mm. or being a man in the fallen world So, all of that to say, I think that there are positives to things that are intended for single sex. If we're like, want to get to the heart of Mm. of all of this. But I think you hit the nail right on the head, saying that there are major positives to opening it up and allowing it to be something that is um, receivable or directed towards um, really anybody. So if we want to go particularly in gender, you know, I don't know if you want to go in this direction. How do I distinguish between the things that are really directed at men and I'm receiving it as a woman Mm -hmm. and the things that are actually not directed at men or women? Mm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Yeah, a couple a couple of thoughts I have about what you just said that might lead into that. I think probably will um, is you've used the word a lot, Christina, resonance, resonance. Mm -hmm. And I think what you mean by that is like relatability. Okay. This strikes me. what this other person is seeing is an articulator of an inner event that I have. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's from father Henry now. Oh. Um, but yeah, resonance I think is different, different than relevance. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if from, Absolutely. if your intent in a talk is to be the articulator of inner events, um, mm. to give a talk to a group of people that you are more like um, is going to help you do that with more authenticity. Wow. And that well can be put. very Holy beneficial moly. to a person. Um, but that content of that talk could still be relevant, even if not so resonant with a different population. 
For example, if if the goal of a talk is to identify the interior event of of a young man for a man to talk, that that is good. But then that same content could be used to understand something of the masculine experience, right? Yes. Um, so resonance is different than relevance. Yes. And I think where sometimes this get, that gets confused if we stay in a, a more shallow place um, is the question of influence. Um, I think sometimes I, I just I'm trying to understand why somebody would like be adverse or just like object to or just like not even object to but like reject media that was created by someone that was different than them uh, because they thought that they were going to be like influenced by those ideas and they didn't want to be. Okay. Do you think uh, that's like? Do you think that goes together with gendered media, or do you? Well, think- I don't think that it makes sense. I think it's like kind of a square peg in a round hole. But because here's the thing: like, if a man reads something that is like for a female audience, regardless of who it was made by, there's no way that he's going to become a female by reading it, right? Right. right. <laughs> but like, I think sometimes we don't really understand. Mm why we're like oh that's not for me so it's not relevant so to i me. shouldn't yeah right right, right. Um, yeah so it's like okay you're actually you can't become a girl or even like more like a girl or any less of a man yeah. by like reading wow. something or like listening to something or watching something that was like created for a feminine audience or right. that was just created by women regardless you know like you're not going to become a woman by listening to what women have to say that's just not true (laughs) yeah i think at the same time if you only want to listen to media or like consume media that is made by people that are the same as you that believe the same things as you that look the same as you that are the same gender as you you're only gonna ever hear one thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i i think what guys probably have an issue and i'm saying guys i mean i think it could be women too but i think for the most part women are pretty accustomed to receiving things from from male content creators and just kind of saying like okay like does this guy have a voice that i appreciate like does it does it work for me you know like Mm -hmm. we're pretty used to that i think it's less it's a little bit more foreign for men so i'm gonna say guys i think they're less afraid that they're gonna become effeminate i do think that there is a degree there where they're like oh if i like this then i you know i i fear the state of my masculinity maybe for Mm -hmm. some and but I think perhaps this is a prediction, perhaps many or some more <laughs> some more <laughs> would fear that it's a waste of their time. Mm. And that like yeah, I I only I can only listen to so many podcasts per week. I'm not gonna listen to a girl podcast. And I, I sorry, so I wanna be really careful. I think I'm you're doing a better job of like making this very general. Um and I'm doing a little bit of like navel gazing and like making mm. it about me. So like let me say like you know, I, I'm thinking of the platform like um, the Catholic woman and the young Catholic woman. Like these are, <laughs> which are two different things. <laughs> um, but like those are, uh, they are for women. Okay, um, yeah. they are intended for women. So it's a little bit different from okay. And like blessed is she, all like for women. But I do think there's something really that men could gain if they every once in a while like open up one of these letters to women that the catholic that the catholic woman mm-hmm. publishes and so that's like the extreme of like that actually is for women for women you're not necessarily wasting your time by reading it and you're not necessarily you're definitely not becoming more effeminate by reading it um unless you're reading it because you feel like oh i, I resonate more with what the women have to say mm. um then maybe that's something to look at i don't know yeah, yeah. um but it also could be a really good thing i don't know <laughs> it depends where you're at i don't know I'm not a spiritual director. Anyways. Okay, so um, I think that what you just said is, like, where that question of influence comes in. Of like, why mm-hmm. am I seeking this out? Yeah. Am I seeking it for the purpose of, like, resonance, relatability? Uh-huh. Or, like, is it relevant because, like, I desire to understand a perspective that's different than my own? Or just the content. Yeah, that's actually another important distinction to make. Like, this content is relevant to me. Yeah. And it resonates with my experience because, like, I'm seeking yes, whatever this letter is yeah. about, you know? Right. That I don't even need to say to myself, like, okay, um, I need to broaden my perspective to listen to, for me, a male voice on the topic of blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I want to know something about this topic. Hmm. Um, I'll see who said something about it. And then I listen or I read or I watch whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a challenging it's a challenging reality. Like, because I mean, it's also like you have to be authentic with 
one with yourself and like like as a creator we have to be authentic and that means that you know like we want our content we want like what we put on our instagram to be beautiful like that is a part of who we are Mm -hmm. and that might feel less resonant with certain members of our masculine audience and it might feel like oh that's not for me because like look at that flowery logo (laughs) um I don't know it's I imagine that it's a challenge it's honestly hard for me to relate like I think of the men's podcast that I know of and like or the men's blogs that I know of not men's sorry these aren't even men's things they're just for anybody yeah yeah and you know they're not they're not putting forth like an Instagram that's particularly beautiful or anything like that but I don't know it doesn't bother me it doesn't make me feel like it's less for me well yeah yeah and I I think it's like good to question like because there there there's a perspective here that we're like curious about that we cannot understand you know yeah yeah, like yeah. We can ask questions. And yeah, I'm, and I'm I, I don't want to feel like I'm condemning. Like, I, I know that's a temptation here. It's really seeking an understanding. And, mm-hmm. you know, if there is a lie that people are believing, um, not like about us, but about like themselves or mm-hmm. like how to thrive as a human person. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, we do want to name it and like call people up. Um, but without it being like a shame thing or without it being yeah. like a defensive thing like I don't know if I'm doing a good job of that or not I think you're doing a great job of it <laughs> I, I I think it's just like cool to explore and important to explore you know that it, it I'm, I'm thankful for this conversation because it doesn't have to be this like emotionally triggered thing of like yeah why is the man getting us down because it's just like <laughs> you know it might not be our podcast but maybe there's something that is like really wonderful you know like the the writings of a female saint yeah you know the the witness of a woman that if your heart is hardened to like the experience the voice the perspective of a woman you're missing out on or likewise yeah if a a woman doesn't want to hear the voice of a man because it's like irrelevant or less relatable. There's something else that she's missing out on. Mm -hmm. Um, And that if like what you desire from a podcast is how to become a really virtuous man, very directly from the perspective of a man, like of course you're never going to find it on this podcast. Mm -hmm. If what Mm -hmm. you desire is to understand how to like dig deeper (laughs) in the things that are going on in you, um, your thoughts, the things that you want, the things that you're wrestling with, like whatever is going on in your life, if you want to be better at sharing the gospel and like receiving the gospel, it's good whether it comes mm-hmm. from us or not to like right. know where the gospel is in our lives yeah. so we can be better at sharing it with other people. That's what we want to give you. Yeah. Here. So it's like, but at the same time, while well, we're on the subject kind of, you know, if I were like talking to somebody else besides you and not recording it I would just say like while we're on the subject like if we think that like the only media that we should consume are things that are specifically directed at us well we should question that anyway because I think that it makes us like yeah very one-dimensional when we were made to be radiant you know yeah Ooh, is radiant too girly of a word (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man I'm not radiant I'm glittery because I'm Edward Cullen. Anyway, <laughs> that was a too far. Wow, we just reference. got super resonant. Oh my with- gosh, very resonant with a female. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so I have like two kind of responses to what you just said, and I totally agree with everything. But I, I, I don't want to be like con- condemning feminist. Um, but in the reality of the fall, I think that most guys, when they see that a woman is a doctor of the church, when they see a woman is a saint, they're like, okay, teaching authority. Got it. Cool. We can totally get her voice. It's a little bit more of a challenge when the authority is not directly assigned. Mm. And it's maybe less of a challenge from a male voice. Uh, Yeah, I I don't want it to be like a condemning feminist Mm. moment, but I do want it to be. Sure, it can be a feminist moment. Um, Like that we I, I just hope for all of us to like notice those prejudices in ourselves 
and allow ourselves to hold men and women to the same standard as far as where their authority comes from. So both of us have kind of addressed the fact that we don't necessarily want this to be a place where we teach or a place where we have authority. Mm-hmm. Similarly, a podcast that might be similar to ours that is done by men, you know, they would have a similar like quote-unquote amount of authority as we do only different because they have different experiences than us and they're going to be able to speak to different experiences and different expertise whatever so I think that's just that was an interesting thing to me now a piece of interesting feedback that I got from one of our male listeners shout out our male listeners (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, was that like yeah We did say in that very first episode, and we continue to say it, that we did want to fill that gap of, you know, unmarried female voices. But it wasn't because unmarried female women needed... Wait, female women? (laughs) This is is a Catholic worldview. Okay, Um, unmarried females were not being spoken to. Like, Like, we were being spoken to by wonderful content creators, you know, like... I'll say it one more time. Catching Foxes spoke to me. Like I was being mm-hmm. spoken to. It was okay, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But as we've said, like sexual complementarity is such a significant part of um, what it means to be human as beings made in, in, in the image and likeness of God. But the complementarity isn't as simple as the female voice or the male voice. Like are these separate things that are for each other? Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we did want to fill that gap as far as which voices are being represented, mm-hmm. which perspectives are being represented. But here's the thing, like, your voice and my voice are different voices. And mm-hmm. if there was another pair of unmarried females that wanted to um, have similar discussions, they wouldn't be identical discussions to as yeah. ours. Right. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, um, it's not just yeah. like, oh, just like two is more interesting to listen to than one. So like they fit it. It's like, yeah, we're here to be Ashley and Christina. And we're so thankful that we're women. Um, yeah. And yeah, something I was thinking of was oh, that that, that, um, that there are men in my life that have shown me Christ in a way that only they could. Uh, yes. But those that have done it like most effectively, I think also have had an appreciation for male and female saints, you know, male and female voices. Um, those are people that like I've met in this life and also in the community, the communion of saints, like, um, and that's not because like they were so woke. It's because like they were so human. Right. Mm -hmm. I think of our friend, brother Jose Maria, who like geeked out hard about St. Elizabeth of the Trinity on Mm -hmm. her feast day. I'm not her feast day on the day of her canonization. He was like, she's so amazing. She's so smart. She's so good. Um, he also geeked out harder than that about St. Dominic, right? Like, yeah, yeah. so there in him is a, is a man who loves the Lord and desires truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know everything about him, but I was so thankful for his witness. And I know that he spoke about male and female influences with the same kind of zeal. Um, because I think that he was being authentic and I think that he was seeking truth, not because he was trying to be like make sure that on his little like abacus of of verbal content he was like equal that, yes. that wasn't his priority his priority was to, to like teach quota. us truth um yes. i think about saint paul <laughs> who i love you know who's like my patron who asked after the female relatives of his disciple saint timothy mm-hmm. um and i don't think that you ask after people that you don't have a relationship with you don't care about mm-hmm that's in sacred scripture. I think it's interesting. I, the patron of this podcast, John Paul II's papal motto was totus tuus, totus tuus Maria. His favorite prayer was the rosary. Um, and I'm not putting us on the, the level of Our Lady at all. Um, but like the rosary is a meditation from a female perspective on the life of Christ. Woo. And Woo. I don't, I don't think that it's a, feminine or masculine prayer i think that it's a prayer it's a marian prayer and i think that that's important and i think that it it, i i i just don't think this i i don't think it enough but like very very holy people saint dominic john saint john paul ii and so many saints that we don't know the names of have like pursued holiness by praying the rosary yes and it's good and so like the exhortation here is not like our podcast more or be more fair Mm -hmm, to women mm -hmm. it's just like be open and don't be bland you know yeah thank you that was so beautiful I was 
I wish, yeah, my, I make these ridiculous faces when I'm like <laughs> affirming Ashlyn. I'm like, yeah! And I'm like putting both of my fists in the air again. Rocky. <laughs> the way that I love to do. Yeah, honestly, Ashlyn, that was beautiful. And I think if I were to say anything else, it would just be repetitive or... I bet you'd have something to say. I stopped talking because I said I wasn't going to say anything else. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> That's more She's of a... She's so funny. <laughs> maybe more of a visual joke because you'd have to see me like freeze and like act like I was done talking. But she it even knows like so much about different kinds of humor. That's how good of a comedian she is. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> um, yeah. And look, like if... if going inside of ourselves right like we have to actually go inside of ourselves to see like what the response to like when scales fall or when our eyes are open to something or even when it's just like a perspective that makes us uncomfortable and we're not really sure what we think about it we have to go interiorly to determine what the next action is and hey if the next action for a listener for somebody is be a little bit more fair to women just like consider it like Sure, it's not it's not the most beautiful response, but like it might be an authentic response of like shoot, mm-hmm. like wow, all the things that I consume are by men and this week I'm going to read something by a woman. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, probably if you made it this far then that might not be you. Because <laughs> we're both women and or you fulfilled your quota. Congratulations. You more than 2 minutes of this. This might not be you. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe this was like the, the thing that you listened to for the weekend. Hey, cool. Oh, well, my mic fell. But yeah, I, I mean, whatever whatever it is, there's a way for all of us to be more attuned to the way that the person of the Trinity is expressed in those who are different from us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that it's an opportunity for all of us to look interiorly at, at how we can better embrace mm. the fullness of God as he manifests himself through others. Oh, so well put. So funny, like, as you were saying that, I was thinking, like, it's it's not about fairness, it's about fullness. Yeah. Yeah, and then you use both of Ooh, those words. I'm going to write that wor- that down, too. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I really... <laughs> there was a significant look exchanged. Follow us on Instagram at APWpodcast. What? Will you post a picture of my face? Ashton won't post a picture of my face because it doesn't fit the aesthetic of the feed. (laughs) It's not in the branding guide. (laughs) We don't have one of those. Uh, Not about fairness. It's about fullness. Exactly. Beautiful. Oh, gosh. I mean, that goes for me too, y'all. Let me just put this out there. I gotta listen like I don't listen to as much music by women as by men and like I question that and I should and it's not that like it's a quota thing and a 50-50 thing like it's not about that but if there's like a prejudice when I hear a female voice in a song like oh I'm just not vibing change like I need to be able to articulate Mm -hmm. what it was about the song that wasn't for me you know, yeah. and if it's that I am looking for some like feigned gruffness, like gosh, I should probably <laughs> deal with that <laughs> rather than like con- continuing to say like, oh, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. Like, yeah, if there's something inside of me that's making me gravitate towards some like, <laughs> I don't know even what, what it's making me gravitate away from a certain type of work and I guess we've said this before in the conformity conversation I just need to be able to notice what that is and if it's something mm-hmm. if it's something that like is not rooted in truth then I need to start to allow the Holy Spirit to like weed it out yeah it really is a wonderful experience I think to like deeply resonate with something that isn't exactly the same as you you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. to find yeah isn't that like what complementarity kind of is yeah say it again say it again <laughs> say it again, Ashlyn. In the back. For uh, me, I'm going to move to the back of the room and you're going to say it again. I'm ready. something really wonderful, just really delightful about the experience of resonating with something that isn't exactly the same as you. 
And isn't that kind of what complementarity is? Wow, from the back of the room, we loved that. (laughs) Um, And I think, yeah, it's like so awesome and so free to realize that like feminine vulnerability and masculine vulnerability sound different, but are both beautiful. I would totally agree. Well, isn't that wonderful? I guess your it perspective is, is too similar to mine. And yeah. We should, uh, we Ashlyn, should stop I, listening. I me. hated what you just said. Oh, I now I have to listen I, to you. <laughs> I hated it so much that I think I need to talk to you every day. <laughs> well, call you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'll tell you I hate you there too. Oh, gosh. She's so funny, everybody. You stop saying that because that was not a very good joke. <laughs> I know, but I really am. I'm really gelling with like the We're... continuity of my weird jabs. Okay, anyway, we gotta <laughs> we gotta wrap this up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, everybody. so thank you. Here I am, a Miranda. To oh, Christina wants to say something. No, I actually did. I was just. <laughs> all right if you don't know our social media platforms and you weren't paying attention to all the times that i just like obnoxiously plugged them um follow us on twitter at apw pod follow us on instagram at apw podcast email us if you want to apw podcast at gmail.com uh we would be so so grateful if um you liked what you heard (laughs) or just you know we're bored and didn't have anything to do and didn't give up social media for Lent. You could just give us a five star rating on podcast. Uh, what's it called? On podcast, please. On iTunes. <laughs> wow, I'm a mess. And um, <laughs> share this with somebody if you want to. All right. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I would agree. Please share it. I'm really, I honestly am so curious about what y'all think about this so share it with people and tell us what you think okay bye bye you beautiful you beautiful men and women and women and men Uh uh-oh the mic fell again bye